When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Here come the goopers, scoopers, they are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. there's always stupid stuff on Goop. We are going to be the Gooper Scoopers on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer, one of our favorite topics. Oh, Gooper Scoopers, that's Gwyneth Paltrow. To make fun of something dumb that Gwyneth Paltrow has said or done with her goop. Well, goop, of course, being her lifestyle brand, yes. she's a hot mess. We like to make fun of her, mostly because um, she's full of a bunch of junk science. And and really, the thing that sort of irks about Gwyneth Paltrow is the notion that she is kind of better than all of us. And she's like, and, and you're going to buy stuff, even though you're never going to be as fancy as I am. There's just a little bit of patronizing condescension. A little there. smug. A little smugness. Yeah. But here's the headline. Gwyneth Paltrow says she broke out of postpartum depression by using alternative therapies. So when I read that headline, I think to myself, oh, God, what sort of fake science egg did she put in what her jade egg <laughs> has she shoved up her lady hole? And oh, I shouldn't have said it that oh, way. Wow. Not today. Sorry, you wow. guys. I am a bad uh, male. Uh, anyway, Holly, you actually listened to the interview where she talked about this. But let me just get the story out first <laughs> that Gwyneth Paltrow essentially says that she didn't need medication for her postpartum depression. She just used uh, no alcohol and lots of extra sleep. That I have severe issues with. We can talk about it in just a moment. But Holly, I do, since you actually listened to the conversation, want you to sort of put it into perspective. Because this was not an, this is not as flaming goop uh, a statement as perhaps it could have been no it's not a total flaming pile of goop so this is on her podcast celebrating the 10th anniversary of goop and this is one of the subjects she's talking about now uh, gwyneth paltrow she's talking about uh having postpartum depression after giving birth to her son moses and she said that uh she wanted to seek alternate methods now she was seeing a professional a doctor regarding this the doctor offered her a prescription And she said to the doctor that she would rather, instead of taking this prescription, try alternate modalities Mm -hmm. to uh, work. She was just going to put the lime in the coconut. Uh, Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. She wanted to listen to a Harry Nielsen song Mm -hmm. and solve all of her problems. Mm -hmm. And she did qualify the statement by saying 
that she is not recommending this to anyone. She's not a doctor, but that this is the way that she wanted to work through this part of her life. And that she suggests that, you know, that medications for some people are life saving. But this is the angle that she decided to go. So that's a very fair representation Mm -hmm. of what she said, at least insofar as I read it, you you listened to it. So I figured, you know, let's hear it from someone who actually listened to it. But she does it in that way that's so like, so no, technically she she did say, you know, um, I thought I I could go to medication if I needed to. But first I was going to try some other things. So I just stopped drinking and slept a lot more, essentially, Mm -hmm, is what mm -hmm, she's saying, mm -hmm. which I take a huge issue with because. She is a lifestyle brand. Mm -hmm. She's the face of a lifestyle brand. That is, she is a life that she thinks other people want to live. Mm -hmm. And she makes money off of people trying to accomplish her sensibility, right? Mm -hmm. And so... It is not you just because you give like an asterisk after the thing that you say, that doesn't mean that people aren't still going to try to reach out and live the life the way you are living it because you're setting yourself out there as an example. Right. And so people are going to listen to that example. So even if you're saying call your doctor, there are a lot of people out there who aren't. They're going to be like, you know what? I really don't want to take drugs either. I think she's really smart by saying you just need to rest more. Well, guess what? It that's bunk, and all you have to do is talk to a doctor about it. It that's not sound science, and that people would listen to her is, is what frustrates me. Well, that frustrates me as well. And the other, there's a couple other pieces of that that I might be reading way too much into. But when she says something along the lines of "That's not for me," I'm gonna choose to try it this way and not take the medicine, there's something, and I may be reading too much into it, but there's something about the tone of that that sounds like I'm above that. I'm better than. I am better than. I have a capability to heal myself in a way that you weak people who have to go to medicine (laughs) don't have. Um, Now, there is some truth to that in the sense that she it lives a life where it's possible for her to get more sleep because she probably has the means to get help in a way that allows her more sleep. One, I would say the less cynical way to uh, to interpret what she's saying is just that, that um, she's not telling other people what to do. She's just, you know, that's just what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. So she has the means to be able to do that. The majority of normal parents do not have the capability to um, to find the time to sleep more in their already busy schedules because they are not able to hire the help that would be required in order to sleep more. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, because here's what it does. This And today is such an important day to have this conversation, mm-hmm. I think. Because the truth is, there are a lot of women out there, and I'm sure a lot of men, because I, I, I know for myself even, it's not so much gender, but it's gender in the sense that it's Gwyneth Paltrow talking about it, and women are faced with these things in media way more than men are. This is an opportunity for a person to feel insecure about the things that they are doing in their life. If I am a person who is on a depression medication, I'm like, oof, if only I could just sleep more. Yeah, that's what I need to do. I just need to sleep more because I'm broken if I have to take medication. But mm-hmm. if I just put down the booze, that seems that seems a lot easier. And then I don't have to be like one of those people who takes medication. I'm creating a narrative that yeah. is not necessarily mine, but I'm I'm mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people out there would tell them this. 
that that is a, like a real impact that her words are having on people. Because right. I guarantee you there are people out there who are like, yeah, I don't want to do that either. I don't want to take medication for postpartum depression. I should just be able to be strong enough to get through it by not. Well, that's not helpful. Right. And she should know better because people are literally buying her life. Mm-hmm. And she knows her. that. And yeah. she is quite aware of that. Do not for one moment think that that is not part of her her plan. Um, and I mean, quite literally, when I say that uh, that she has a capability to find time to live that way in ways that the typical person doesn't. Um that is so irresponsible. There's an irresponsibility to that. And what frustrates me about that is, again, it doesn't to to put the asterisk and say, but no, but meds are fine. And I would have gone to those had I needed to. But my superhuman strength allowed me to fly above that. That it, just the asterisk alone does not mean that she that people are people aren't listening to the asterisk no and they're listening to the other piece it would have been more responsible for her to say you know one of the things that helped i was under a doctor's care and one of the things that helped me in addition to that Mm -hmm. was to get more sleep and to make sure i was blah 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 Mm -hmm. and not even have the conversation about what you and your doctor decided medication was right for you i always hesitate to talk about specifics with things like that in my own life because again i have a microphone you have a microphone and when you talk about those things people don't always have the even if you're saying out loud this is what i did don't always do that you have to be very careful because people will hear what they want to hear and I think she could have had a conversation about this in a more responsible way that doesn't in some way insinuate that there is something inanely wrong. Because what, frankly, is the difference between her saying this and, let us say, a conversation that Tom Cruise had with right. Matt Lauer about psychiatric medicine right. or Kirstie Alley or a number of other Scientologists who believe that, you know, uh, psychiatric medicine and antidepressants are harmful. And not only that, I would also add that the there's a perception that all you have to do is pop a pill in order to fix your life, your your chemical imbalance in your brain. When the truth really is that she could have leaving the medication out of it. It is always a good idea when you're trying to find a healthier way to live to address your sleep to address what's being put into your body, to address any number of things that may be toxic in your life that you're, you're not tending to. Yeah. Again, she didn't need to even have that conversation. No, the the medicine didn't even need to be brought into it because she could have left that out. All of those things are still true. And a person who is medicated may still need to address all of those things. It's not an either or. I got news for you. (laughs) You, if you're on medication, you still need to sleep. Right. Right. It doesn't cure you of the obligation of sleep. Again, it's just that setup that she's doing. And we're probably, you know, sort of just saying the same thing over and over again. I'm hypersensitive to all things goop. But uh, in this particular point, it's just and it's so pernicious because she does it in such a like plausibly responsible way, which is not actually responsible. Mm -hmm. If you ask me, it Mm -hmm. just gives people one more reason to believe that they are not good enough unless they do X, Y, and Z. And part of it often includes spending ridiculous amounts of money on um, moon dust. I will say in this case, uh, at least it doesn't sound to me like she was pushing any of her goop branded. You know, she wasn't telling you to, you know, sleep with a jade egg in your ear. No. Okay. Okay, good. 
that is the only to me the only positive. The, the there. thing that she, it's so nefarious, not nefarious, nebulous. Uh, I stopped drinking alcohol and I just gave myself a period of regeneration. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really mean it doesn't anything. mean yeah. anything. No regeneration. No. What is that? You went yeah. to a closet and plugged yourself in to but, your regeneration hi. machine. That we're talking about the woman who invented the concept of conscious uncoupling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being Meaning things does not actually oh, matter to her. Okay, well, that felt good. I know. Get that off your chest. I'm going to sleep well tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, even need antidepressants uh-uh, for that. No, I'm just going to sleep. Okay, when we come back, I was approached last night in the wild um, by a person who mm, I would not have suspected would care about such a thing. But this person came to me with a conspiracy theory about Stormy Webster. Stormy Webster, What's a Stormy Webster, the baby daughter of Kylie Jenner. Oh, I will unveil this conspiracy theory. Okay, when we come back, fascinating on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. So there's a conspiracy theory, a new conspiracy theory. I want to try. Oh, I'm out very excited. Okay, it's about Stormy Webster. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. So last night, uh, somebody who I did not realize was a huge Hollywood gossip, also a Kardashian follower, approached me in the wild. And this person said to me, it's a person I've known for a long time, and not somebody I'd ever talked about the Kardashians with didn't think that she was, you know, even really cared. Yeah. She comes and finds me and she sits down and she goes, I have to tell you something in a hushed tone. Mm-hmm. I said, what? And she said, like maybe I, she has herpes or something. I have, it wasn't like that kind of oh. a hushed tone. It was okay. like, I have information that I'd like to oh, share with you. Okay. Uh, and I said, what? And she said, I have something to tell you that I, uh, I noticed about stormy. And I said, stormy. And she said, Webster. The daughter of Kylie Jenner. Yeah, I would have thought she was talking about that other story. Me too. And I was like, okay, are we doing this today? But no, she was talking about Stormy Webster. Apparently she's a huge, she's a huge watcher of the Kardashians. And she said, I don't think Stormy Webster is the age that Kylie Jenner says she is. And I said, tell me more. Well, she went on to say that she showed, so she happens to be married to a pediatrician. Okay. And, um, She's had this feeling for a while, but decided to try her theory out on somebody who might know. So she found a recent picture of Stormy. Stormy, who is allegedly seven months old. And she showed this picture. Well, for my purposes, allegedly. Okay. Seven months old. Showed this recent picture of Stormy to her pediatrician husband and said, does this baby look seven months old to you? Now, you there are certain markers in a baby that you can pay attention to that will kind of help you approximately know what age they are right like things like are they holding their head up are they able to sit up do they hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Stand. Are they cruising around furniture able to walk? Things like that. There are little clues like that. But also size and just sort of the animation of their face, those kinds of things. She showed this picture to her husband. She said, does this baby look seven months to you? And he said, no. That baby looks at least minimum 10 to 11 months old. Okay, so that was first, right? Interesting. Okay. So I was like, okay, that's compelling. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Most recently, Stormy, uh, it was uh, Tyler Scott. Tyler Scott, is that his name? I just had a brain fart. Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. Thank you. Travis Scott, the father alleged of Stormy Webster, for my purposes, um, the father of Stormy Webster posted a picture or a video on his Instagram of him holding the hand, the, the hands like you do with babies when they're learning how to walk. And it said, She's going to be walking any minute now. Okay. Now, is it possible for a baby to walk at seven months? I don't know. It is. Okay. It is extremely uncommon. Okay. Extremely. Yeah. Typical, I would put in the window of like nine to 18 months. Yeah. Which is a big, broad area, right? But he's like, this baby's going to walk any minute. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Can I ask a question? mm Mm-hmm. Are we ready for the question? No, portion? go shoot. Sure. I'm ready. Shoot. What's why would they do that? Thank you. I said the same thing. Okay. I, I said, what's the mo the modus right. operandi so, toe when you have that moment where Bell. you say somebody's hiding something, you have to then ask why would they hide it? So we thought about it. Mm. We thought about possible scenarios. Scenario number one. Did any one, of them involve aliens? No, not yet, no. but I'm open. Did you ever see the series V? Yes, okay. the original. Mm-hmm. The second, the remake was no. not as good. So I said, why would why would they do that? And then we started to toss our own ideas. Well, one idea is maybe Travis Scott isn't the father. Because right? Because then... Why? Who knows? I mean, Car- because but Kardashians. He, but, but the f- person who was the father would have made his contribution a while ago. Right. So it would have been like perhaps a taiga or maybe somebody just fleeting so, in between. So that would mean that when we saw her pregnant, she wasn't. It would mean, be, well, remember she tried to hide the whole pregnancy. Yeah. And so by the time we saw her pregnant, it was, those were uh, pictures that were issued by her. So she would have had to start being in hiding before that time. No. Correct. Wait, what are you asking? Like if she was in hiding for that specific... I guess what I need to know is if there's a conclusion to this case. No, or are it's we still, open. It's it's open and being are investigated. Are we still going to continue the investigation? We are. I've contacted I have a question. the FBI. Before we vote, mm-hmm. can we have an actual investigation? Yes, so I've contacted the FBI and they are investigating. <laughs> Hi, you're also, really uh. quickly... I also think it had everything to do with the baby weight, right? Because if she lied about the oh, timing, the oh, yep, see, we'll be back okay. with crazy, stupid Guilty idiots. Some people doing dumb things. We love to.
to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and uh, these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. No one got to tell us twice. Yeah. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Come on! Florida. Okay, thank you. I was going to say a different state, but I didn't... What state were you going to say? I'm not going to tell you. Washington, No, DC, never. Our nation's capital? No, never. It's a district. I know. A state, but... Uh, okay, I wanted to talk about... I want to go to Dublin... Oh, all right. We're going international. Dublin, Ireland. Mm -hmm. Okay, I want to tell you about a passenger uh, who did some stuff. Okay, so have you ever gone to the airport? Um, Oh, jeez, let me think. I believe yes. Um, Have you ever been late for a flight? Mm, Hold on a second. Yeah. um, Yes, I have been late for a flight. Okay, so have you ever been so late to a flight Mm -hmm. that you decided to break through security, uh, the gate and the people who work at the gate and gone out onto the tarmac and run after the plane that was leaving. No, I didn't even know you could do that. Well, you can't, but this guy named Patrick, I mean, it's Ireland. It's Ireland, yeah. uh, O'Malley, no, his last name's Kehoe, 23 years old. He made it to the taxiing Ryanair aircraft, Ryanair aircraft, that's a lot of airs, before police were able to arrest him. Now, he was just running from the building towards the plane. The Irish man, that's how he's described, mm-hmm. an Ir- not an Irishman, but no, an, Irish, an man, Irish man, was, quote, quite determined to make his flight. I want to make my flight fluid. I don't know. He had his suitcase under his arm, but that is not all. That is not Did all. Did he have a pot of gold? Uh, no, and neither did he have a four-leaf closer on him at all. So he apparently was tackled. Police got him, took him away. Bing, bang, boom, took him to jail. And uh, they separated him from his lucky charms and took him to court. Uh-huh. Now, that's where chapter two of this crazy, stupid idiot story takes place. Okay. Okay, so chapter one is running towards the airplane. Yeah. You know. With his pot of gold and his luggage. With his pot of gold and his lucky charms. Mm -hmm. The second chapter of this story is when he was in the court facing uh, the charges. The charges of running after a plane on the tarmac. He he, uh, was released on his own bond uh, after he was granted bail. He covered his face with a folder and shouted abuse at waiting journalists as he left the court. Before doing one last thing, he swung his suitcase at the crowd and lowered his trousers to expose his backside. His purple horseshoes! <laughs> oh my gosh. So he literally dropped trout. the entire courtroom. To the journalists. Uh, no, these were, this is outside the courtroom. Oh, okay. Or outside the court on the steps. He oh threw the suitcase at the crowd, the briefcase, and then dropped trowel. I mean, was he drunk? I mean, yes, probably because Ireland, but like. Oh, wow. The, throw the entire sorry, country under the I, bus. I'm Irish. I feel like I can say that, right? 
I mean, I don't. I can't. Okay. I probably I don't. I feel do like that. just because you've got some Irish DNA doesn't mean you should, you know. Okay. Besmirch an entire nation. Fine. Sorry about that. I, I apologize. They're going to come for you. I'm going to calmly apologize for my You're transgressions. You're not getting your pot of girls. Mm, we'll see about that. Kind of work on my Irish accent. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now we will go to. Oh, hold on, Indiana. We're going to Indiana for this. Gary. One. I don't know if we're going to Gary. We're just going to Indiana. Um, and that's where I would like to introduce you to Joandria DeHaven McGatty. She's 27 years old. And um, here's the thing. Uh, you know, my kids go to school and I'm always amazed at the knowledge they come home with. You know, they understand math. Mm. They are working very hard on their reading and their spelling. Okay. Um, my eight-year-olds are finally starting to learn cursive. Mm. Don't finally. even get me started. Okay, I won't. They learn so many things at school. They learn how to drive a bus. What? Wait, what? No. That's not on the list. It shouldn't be, but it's on Joandria's list. Joandria? Joandria DeHaven McCatty. She's 27. <laughs> That's a lot of words. She is a bus driver. Okay. And um, she allowed three students. Oh, no. An 11-year-old. Uh, a 13-year-old. Nope. And a 17-year-old. No. Maybe the 17-year-old. To, no. None of the year-olds. The only person who should have been driving the bus was the 27-year-old, Joandria, yeah. who had a license. She allowed the 11-year-old, the 13-year-old, and a 17-year-old to drive the school bus for short distances in rural Valparaiso, Indiana. Mm. Uh, there were, by the way, other students on the bus okay. at the same time. Yeah. What do students? What do students have these days? Cell phones. Uh-huh. And what are they very adept at? Taking photographs Taking and video. Taking video as quickly as possible when something totally crazy and cool is happening. So there were yeah, videos of this. Oh my God. Right? And they posted it on social media. What they see, what you will see in the video is Joandria wearing her like, I don't even know, like brightly colored reflective crossing guard outfit. Okay. So she's like safe. Yeah. Putting an eleven-year-old in the seat of the driver, like literally, the, the eleven-year-old is driving is behind the wheel of, or the, is he just like pretending he's driving? No, she let them drive short distances in the bus. Okay, and here's what you will hear her saying on the video: First, what you got to do is got to put your foot on the brake. Okay, no, I, can they even reach the brake? Thank you. Yeah. Good question. Uh, anyway, she was immediately fired by the bus company, uh, and they have apologized publicly. And uh, she is under investigation. That is good. You know, my favorite, I've told you about my favorite bus driver growing up, right? The one that, you had, because you have a similar story to mine. I do? Yes. Mine used to watch soap operas. Oh, yeah. On a TV, my kindergarten. The rumor was she was a lesbian, Mm. which I just made me love her instantly. And she had like a crew cut, but it was like a Kentucky waterfall. Mm -hmm. What do you call that? Party in the front? A mullet. Party in the back. Business, business in the, the front, front. party yeah, in the back. She had a Kentucky waterfall where mm-hmm. it just kind of like, you know, cascaded off her glorious. back. glorious. She was short, like a, you know, just a wily personality. And she used to clean her ears while she was driving. And she had a boom box in the, stuck between her and the window. Mm-hmm. And she, I remember like jamming to um, Bananarama. Um, what's the song? With the volcanoes. Um, What's the song I'm thinking of? Bananarama. I don't know. I got to look it up because I don't not know what the children vulc- behave. No, because no. that's, that's not Bananarama. What am I thinking of? 
I'm looking That's it Tiff- up. Hold on. I was thinking of Tiffany. Cruel but Summer. It's cr- no, it's not Cruel Summer. There's another banana rama. Venus. Venus. I'm your v- v- goddess on a mountain top. Yeah. Burning like a silver, silver flame. flame. I don't know where there's a volcano, but. I don't either. Goddess of beauty and love. And Venus, Venus was her name. She's got it. Yeah. Okay. So to have like this tiny little lesbian picking her ears playing banana rama, that was really cool. But looking back on it as like an adult. Right. If that were my child's bus driver at this point, I'd be like, I think we need to have a talk with Beverly or whatever Mm -hmm. her name was. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, similarly, mine had a little TV that she kept next to her. To watch her programs. To watch her soap operas. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was in the morning kindergarten and, you know, when she picked me up at noon, it was time to watch Days of Our Lives. Yeah. No. 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 Driving and watching Days of Our I mean, Lives it's, is again genius, but she was really cool. I mean, she could drive one-handed better than anybody I know. Again, not a skill is, I'm interested in. As, a, as an adult, I'm not sure that that is something mm. I'd want to reward. But Mm-mm. as a kid, I was like, this was woman so is cool. cool. <sighs> All okay, right, have, we have enough time. No. Yeah, let's yeah, let's try it. Let's do let's it. Try it. This yeah. is easy. Okay, I want to go to Lincoln, Nebraska, and I okay. want to tell you about a guy. Now he found himself in the back of a police cruiser. Not because he did anything wrong, but because he appeared... Well, okay, technically he was doing something wrong. He was intoxicated in public, and he was trying to get to his brother's house, and that's when Lincoln police were like, hey, we'll give you a ride. You know, better to have you Mm -hmm. in our car, and we'll take you to uh, your brother's house. Mm -hmm. So they offered him a ride, and he Mm -hmm. got in the back seat. I mean, guy's lucky, right? Because I'm feeling like most people will go to jail. Right. Okay? So they were doing him a solid. Well... In return for that favor, in the back of the cruiser, uh, this gentleman decided, his name is Reuben, Reuben decided to uh, crack open a brewski. Oh, dear. Nope. He's like, hey, I got a ride. I ain't driving. Let's. I'm going to drink. I'm going to have me a a beer. So he popped open a can as the uh, police officers watched of hurricane malt liquor. That doesn't thing. sound good. It doesn't sound like it's going to make you feel very good. Uh, so they were like, hey, guess what? We're not going to your brother's. We're going to jail. Mm-hmm. Unless Actually, your brother's already there. They uh, they um, cited him for an open container and then sent him to Bridge Behavioral Health. Uh, it's a good Sounds point. like probably a detox center. Yeah, so. yeah a good place um, for him yeah. to be. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show at 245 every day, we play the throwback live. We're going to do just that after this. All things got real uncomfortable in here. That's because you're worried about what's going to happen during the throwback live on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trader. Hey, if you want to, you can also head on over to the MyTalk 1071 Facebook page and watch yeah! us do it live. It's the throwback. Live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now your host, Holly Roberts. Roberts. Ah, It's time for Thursday's edition of the Throwback Live at 2.45. Here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins. 
the throwback live at 245 and that was Bradley trainer attempting to say his name that because awkward. that's how you buzz in in the throwback live mm-hmm. I'll, can I allow me to demonstrate Bradley trainer oh well <laughs> fine Colleen Lindstrom Good job. I was saying my name. I just saying my name. All right. Now we keep. Yeah. Well, before we get right to it, want to remind everyone that we keep track of victories here at the Throwback Live at two forty-five. And as it stands right now, Colleen is. Did you give me my point from yesterday? Yes, I did. You have sixty-four points. (laughs) Colleen has sixty-seven. I know. Getting close. I would have expected you to do better by now. Awkward. Okay. Let's okay. play our first vintage pop culture yeah. audio clip, Let's shall we? That, mm-hmm. Colleen and Bradley, I want you to listen carefully and identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is the Chipmunks, Alvin Simon, Theodore. Bam, bam, and they go, Christmas, Christmas time is here. It's time for joys and Torturous yeah. than the Christmas song Actually, by Alvin. Yes, tell I'll tell you? you what is more torturous than that: working a holiday job at a boutique and hearing that on a constant loop. You Thank know, you. Um, I I, I want to honor your pain, but then I also want to tell you I used to love the Chipmunks, and so I used to play the record over and over and over and over mm-hmm. and over and over and over, over again. And I used to have a Chipmunks theater playset because the Chipmunks they put on shows. And there was a big theater that Donnie's laughing at me mm-hmm. and they had like it was like a big theater mm-hmm. like stage yep. with yeah. the curtains mm-hmm. and they had costumes. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. This is the least surprising thing I've I ever know, right? learned about you, Bradley Trainer. By the way, the oh. 80s version of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Dave's kind of hot. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture. Wow, I was going to tell you that Bradley so. Trainer also used to have like an entire set of Smurfs that he would also. I did, oh, and we used to I have know. our own waterfall fountain. Did I tell you about you that? And the Smurfs? Under the stairs, yeah. Okay, yeah. So under the stairs, we had this dumb fountain thing with all those like white granite rock things, and I would put the little Smurf houses oh. around there, and then they would go swimming. La, la. Bradley has a point. Okay, moving on to our. Now that we just learned a lot about Bradley Trainer this morning. And one time. Here's your second vintage pop culture audio clip Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is. Oh, man, I really bit the dust on that. (laughs) Yeah. The Muppet Show. Oh, my God. I'm proud of that. I'm so proud of that. That was dumb. (laughs) Okay, so truth be told, when I heard that, I thought Muppet Show, and then I was like, I have no idea what that is because all I heard was the clapping. Mm -hmm. Did you have a Muppet playset? All you heard was the clap. Any any Uh, adjacent childhood story? I did have a Miss Piggy and a Kermit the Frog puppet. Because remember growing up, (laughs) we had puppets? Oh, Remember yeah. how that was like yeah. a thing? I'm yeah. sure it is still, but yeah. mm-hmm. I've only been a yeah. child they once. Didn't, they didn't get they didn't get rid of puppets. Yeah, no, sure but like, still a thing. but I think that was a very specific thing to have the puppet, mu- the Muppet puppets, like that. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that was a very specific thing to our childhood because mm-hmm. the Muppets these days, your kids. Nah, I mean, barely nah. right. Yeah. All right, Bradley has two points. <sighs> In today's throwback live at 2.45, meaning if he guesses this third one correctly, he wins the game. Colleen, you can stay in the game. If you correctly identify this third 
Vintage pop culture Colleen audience. Not I'm so irritated. Listen carefully and identify the following. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Oh God, that is um. Oh crud! That's not Punky Brewster. Mm-mm. No. Darn it! I'll keep playing for you, Kelly. Oh, I think I know what it is. I know the song. Hold on, hold on, it's coming. It's coming to me. You can't do the whole thing though, right? Uh, Colleen? Colleen? Is that step by step? No, it's not step by step. Then there was you. Oh, that's Webster! Oh, of course! We just talked about Emmanuel Lewis. Oh, that's Webster, oh. the theme from Webster, and nobody mm. gets the Can I the just point. say his parents were kind of weird? Well, yeah. On ma'am, the show or in ma'am, ma'am and George? George. Ma'am and George. George, former uh, football player in IRL yeah, what was his name in real again? life. Uh, George Papapanopoulos. Alex Karras. Oh, to, yeah. You weren't talking about <laughs> the character. And then what's her name with the like Ma'am. severe uh, crew cut? Yeah. Yeah, we got to keep playing okay, the game. Playing All the right. Game. Now, it's still Bradley Trainer to Colleen yet to score in the throwback live at 245. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip, or our fourth, excuse me. Here is your clip. <laughs> Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Is that um is that Goonies? Uh, oh. I'll keep playing for oh, you, Colleen. Thank you. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. Hold on. Uh, Colleen, I got it, I got it, I got it. Blur Witch Project. Yes, oh. I got yeah. it. Got it. Colleen has a point. We got to move on quickly. The fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Here it is. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is Mr. Belvedere. Yes! I got it! Come on, let's do it. Street Street on the China. Never met it before. No one cares. When you rock and the jackass. As you walk through the door. No one cares. Sometimes things get turned around and no one's there. Well, Mr. Belvedere, Mr. Belvedere, Mr. Well, sing it with gusto, everyone. Congratulations. living in their house. Bradley Trainer, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was a solid win. Yeah, no. Hi, Donnie. Bye, Donnie. Hi, bye. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We will be back tomorrow. We'll do some other things. In the tomorrow time. Lori and Julia <laughs> <Wow. laughs> coming up that next. Was... <laughs> My talk one is